So 74. Episode 74. Welcome to our podcast about health and wellness. <laughs> yeah. Hey, today, today we got a mindset topic, which we cover on and off, I would say like indirectly through some of the other topics that we've conversed about, but this one is like specifically this about mindset. actionable too. Yeah. Um, today we're going to be talking about big three non-negotiables. And this is something that we use in our coaching practice with, um, to some degree, our basic nutrition clients, but at a way more developed degree with our nine-week nine level-up clients. Um, I also briefly touched on this topic in my goal-setting workshop back in January, and we'll continue to do that as we go through the quarters this year. Type of people, well, you're the question person, let's go. What was your question? I was going to say, like, type of people or, like, purpose of the big three non I was going to ask you what the purpose was. Unless you want to leave this all. Yeah, I'm just going to ask myself I'll just go questions. go chocolate bars and, and a slushie. Um, purpose of the, of the big three non-negotiables is to create, like, clarity in your day and direction in your day. To give you something actionable and very specific to take care of. Um, and the level of degree of which items you put on this list are so vast and can vary depending on the client and what they're trying to accomplish, right? Like it could be something that's habit-based, which it generally is. So maybe it's something like pre-plan out all your food for the entire day, right? Would be like one non-negotiable. Someone else could be like sweep the floors and that's something that they're working on getting, other people could be like, okay, I got to get this accounting work done or whatever it might be, like something work-related, right? But the purpose of setting those intentions first thing in your day or the night before gives you those three things that you like absolutely have to get done. You know, so often our to-do list is literally like the length of both of our arms. And sometimes when you look at a list that long, it can be kind of daunting and depending on how your mindset is in that moment, you could, you could literally accomplish nothing off that list. Right. And then, then that just kind of swirls and compounds over time. And one day of that turns into three days of that. And you've watched three seasons of something on Netflix in that time. <laughs> I've done it guilty. Also done it. <laughs> um, how do you go about picking your big three non-negotiables out of your long list of things to do? Um, well, me personally and how I coach it are probably two different ways. I, I once read a study or sat in a talk with somebody that said that like, if you start with what are the, the most immediate and smallest things and least time consuming things that you could accomplish right now, do that because it just starts like a snowball effect. And so every morning at 4 a.m. after I eat my breakfast, I've got my three non-negotiables and I start right away on those things. And I found with myself that that just starts a, a creative, you know, this next two hours of work that I put myself through is just so zoned in and one thing after the other, check, check marking things off my boxes, all because I you know, I started tying my shoes before I went out to go running. That's the analogy. It's like, I'm going to sidetrack. I use this analogy a lot. It's like, we know we need to run and we don't want to go for a run, but the first step is tying your shoes. And if you tie your shoes, you're more likely to go for that run. So I kind of use these smaller tasks as the analogy of tying my shoes. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, like it creates momentum. Yeah. Is really what it happens. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast, I think, not that long ago, and they were talking about motivation. And this kind of falls into the lines of where the big three non-negotiables would come in handy is like we see a lot of people who come in here or we find them along their journey saying that they've like lost motivation or they don't have motivation. Well, you don't get that motivation before you start something. Cause like, if you waited for motivation, you'd be waiting for a very long time. Like motivation comes from doing things. Like it is created by taking the steps to do stuff. Very parallel to our, conf our confidence and ex experience conversation we've had on here before. Mm -hmm. Notice how the trend is action, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. we want all these feelings and like these types of ways we want to feel before we go and start to do something. But like, it's the action of like doing that thing that makes you feel a certain way. Well, it comes back to like people thinking they need to be fit before coming to CrossFit, right? right? Yeah. It's like, no, like you just have to come. Yeah. Then you'll get fit. Like that's how this works. I've also used the big three non-negotiables as repeatables throughout the week where for some of my nine week level up clients, it's like the three major things that they're trying to be consistent on through the week. And the reason I've done that is so that they see it consistently. And it's just a habit of like seeing it, doing it, checking it off. Next day comes seeing it, doing it, checking it off. And just building that habit of like repetitiveness throughout their days. I've done that on myself also with like the basic things like follow your meal plan, drink your water, hit all your fitness boxes. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be huge or like big dramatic items on your list too. It could be the simple things and just do them repeatedly. But it's also a non-negotiable. I think that's like the key word in that. It's not the fact that you're picking three things. It's the fact that you are essentially making a contract with yourself that these items you're listing are non-negotiable. Like you absolutely have to get these things done. And the way that we separate them is like those three are at the top and then your to-do list follows in behind after that, right? Like, so you don't even really get to look at your to-do list until you've done those three things, you know? As where if you have this like list of everything, it's all just congruent and like mashed up together. It's tough to separate that sometimes of like urgency and importance and relevance. What do you say to clients who like, let's say you suggest one of their non-negotiables is like eating breakfast and they look at you like that is just the simplest thing like what how is that going to impact my life I love that conversation okay and it usually comes up it. from like sleep or water like you're, you're yeah like I'm doing nutrition for you to tell me to drink water like that's that's the conversation but it honestly is not actually about the item it's about you doing it and doing it consistently right mm-hmm is usually my answer. Like, I know that you can drink water, but show me that you can do it over and over and over again, because that's where all the magic is going to happen where you're working. And it's not only the focus on like that particular thing for you, it might be because that's what 
this conversation is kind of revolving around, but I have a bigger picture on like what actually is going to happen. So I know that you're taking the time to set this routine, tie this habit onto other things that you're already doing. Like the first thing you, when you do is get up, go to the bathroom, you go in the kitchen and you pour yourself a glass of water. That's developing a routine. And if you can develop a routine with something simple as drinking water, you have the tools now to build a routine about something that's way more complicated. Right. And you're also building something that a new habit can then be tacked onto, like take your multivitamin while you're drinking this water. You know what I mean? Like it just compounds over time of all the the good stuff that is there to be had. But as you're sitting here and starting out, you just don't have that concept of like the bigger picture. Interestingly enough, we talked about this exact same concept last week, just from a different avenue. Right. Mm -hmm. How long does it usually take people in your experience to like do these non-negotiables routinely and without thought? Between 60 and 90 days. And I would say at the 90 day mark, the element of it becoming permanent is probably on its way. I don't want to say it's permanent yet because I truly think it takes about six to 12 months of doing something for it to become a permanent thing that you are prioritizing in your life, like habit, right? Mm -hmm. But on that like 90 day mark, I think at that point, after practicing it consistently for 90 days, you have enough confidence built up with that particular habit to know that you can handle obstacles that might present themselves in front of that habit and be able to work around it and still get back on track and go. What is something you have done in the past that still sticks with you? Like years, even like years ago, you started it and you still continue to do it. What well, are your non-negotiables? Prioritizing my fitness has always been one. Um, Mine is meal prep, like Sunday. Yeah. Like Sunday can't go by unless I have done something to ensure that I know what is happening in terms of food yeah. for the week. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm not as like I kind of waver with that, but I, but like the habit of like having bulk food cooked and stuff like mm -hmm. that part's there. So mm -hmm. I would, that one's definitely permanent, also. And it's like so much permanent that it it doesn't require thought. Yeah, like, there's no thought of like well, when's this going to happen? No, like that is just part of Sunday. Yeah. It happens and it's not, it doesn't need to be scheduled. It doesn't need its own little checkbox. Like that just is part of my week. That's a solid one. Mm -hmm. Um, I like this little two hour work window I have going at 4am in the morning. I've been doing that probably six to eight months now. I was going to say, since you got the second dog. <laughs> well, six months. I feel yeah, like the window got extended. Yeah, you're, no, you're absolutely right. It was since I got, since Finn came around because. You were always, a, did work in the morning. I don't think you had quite that big of a chunk. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is that accurate, I guess? Yeah. I think now it's this larger chunk. And I, I just kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of like justified it to myself as like, this dog is annoying. I got to get up and this deal with it. This is my him. reality. I'm going to yeah, make the best exactly. of it. Yeah, exactly. So what can I do in this time instead of like scrolling on Instagram while he's 
messing around in the living room at 4 a.m. So it's worked out well. The hesitation. I was just like, he still annoys me. (laughs) Some days you'd like a little more sleep. Puppy. Um, How would a client know or somebody know when they can move on from that non-negotiable? I think my true assessment of this is how you handle obstacles surrounding that habit. You know, so like if following your meal plan is one of, or like, let's get a little bit more specific about that. Pre-planning out your food for the day. Like if that is your one non-negotiable and you have this day planned of food. So I'm just, this is just a hypothetical situation. You have this day planned of food, everything fits in the way it's supposed to. And all of a sudden your coworkers pop up and they invite you out for a dinner. So you're like, oh man, this is not like, I've, this doesn't fit in with what I'm trying to do. To heck with it. I'm just going to go out and have a couple beers with the guys and have this like deep fried meal and Friday night turns into Saturday, turns into Sunday, turns into halfway through Monday. And then you're like, oh shit, I need to get back on track. And now you think about it for three or four days and it's next Friday by the time you actually get around to like doing something. Right. Mm -hmm. As opposed to somebody who follow your meal plan and coworkers ask to go out, they either plan ahead. So find an item on the restaurant menu that fits in with what they're trying to accomplish um, or their ability to eat in moderation and pick up on the next meal, da, da, da. you know, there's many different scenarios mm-hmm. on how to handle that. But the point is, is like they can complete you ball around and get right back on track with the very next thing. Mm-hmm. I think your ability to adapt and manage the obstacles dictates how permanent that habit has become. I also think too, and I just had this with a client the other day, building up consistency yeah but then missing a day and then if that thing truly caused your day to go sideways in a way that you didn't like and didn't work for you and then circling back and getting back on track I find those huge moments to see how important that is in your life as well and I think I think that plays a huge factor like if you can yeah. recognize the role that these things play in your life. And when they're not there, um, I think you're still on the right track of like, you said some really key words, how important it is to you, right? Like that alone in and of itself should dictate what types of things you're putting as your big three Mm non-negotiables. I'm going to say to a certain degree, because sometimes that non-negotiable can be like, Oh, I need to get my year-end paperwork done. Yes. Right. It's not important to me. It's just something that is required of done. me. Yes. <laughs> I have to do the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> really don't want to, but. But sometimes those like the bigger things, you know, that's truly connecting with your why. Yeah. I had a client the other day that I was speaking to um, who has some really lofty goals and also has like some impending health conditions that are coming down the pipeline. And that was their motivating reason for why they were taking part in this program and like wanted to turn their life around into a better direction. And it was interesting because the things that they were saying didn't align with what they were doing. And when we sat down, we were like, how important is this to you? And when you frame a reference it to like these incoming health conditions that are down the road, 
all of a sudden the light bulb switched and, you know, they were able to pivot and reframe it. These are the things I need to do because they could see how impactful they would be down the road. Mm -hmm. We've talked about the why many times. There's many episodes where we we've covered the why. Mm -hmm. This is just another way to connect to that and be productive and actionable to move towards that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think you can look at it on two different two different scales, like the scale of your client and health concerns and how these things will impact that. You can also look at it on like a, the small scale of doing the dishes before bed and having a clean kitchen in the morning can set you up for a great day, right? And that's like that small scale version. And it might not have some big impact of like keeping somebody from disease and stuff like that, but that can change your outlook on your day and your week and how you interact with people, even though it's just some small thing. You know what I, one of the major reasons I love setting this out with clients um, is it teaches organization. Yes. Organization and prioritization, right? Like I think us as a society, the majority are very reactionary, you know, not enough like forethinking, not enough pre-planning, like just we are, we're constantly in reaction mode. Like what happened? Okay. I react. And then I'm going to go do this. And like, we're going 10 different directions. We're distracted by our phones while we're going 10 different directions, et cetera, et cetera. And I think for a lot of our clients that we've started implementing this with just the process of like teaching what it means to be organized and what it means to like pick out the urgent things, right? Um, it's so valuable. And again, too, just there's that bigger picture concept that like in the moment you may not understand, but a lot of your problems are probably arising because you're disorganized about how you're trying to attempt these things. The word clarity comes to mind when you talk yeah. about that. It just brings some clarity to well, many things, your purpose, your day, all of that. Yeah. I like, I've been doing this, what, six months now? Well, no, I've been said prioritize forever priorities forever, but like specifically laying out my prior, my three priorities and then my to-do list to follow. I used mm -hmm. to just write it all together and I enjoyed doing the check marks, but like, it's easier now to separate the things and like truly see, okay, if I start this first, the rest of it would be easier. What are your current three non-negotiables fairly simple follow my meal plan drink my water hit all my fitness boxes so is one of them like are those daily fitness boxes or is that a weekly thing no my daily Your thing daily yeah so that means work out and then i either bike or run and i dog walk My, I only give myself a check mark if I work out and dog walk. Like the biker run is like a bonus. It's not like my non-negotiable piece, but my non-negotiable is like make sure the dogs get out because the freaking puppy's too insane if I don't. <laughs> but fair enough. Haven't been hitting those boxes. It's been a little cold. No, twenty-eight oh. freaking basketball games. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. And it's been cold. I'll give you that one. What's yours? Um, you're going to ask this, and I've kind of been thinking because I've been not very committed to them. 
I'd say protein at every meal. Solid one. And just like super specific um, when it comes to food. Um, my other ones around work, like no work after seven o'clock and no work on Sundays. Awesome. Ideally afternoon, but that one, that one's tough. Um, I don't really have a third. That's okay. Like I would say my third one is like a week long, like workout kind of thing. Get your three workouts in. Yeah. 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 Building consistency. And it, you know, like, and the thing that I tell the clients too, like when we set these three things, a, they may vary week to week. They may vary day to day and that's fine too. They may stay the same for this entire nine week process that we're going to work together. The point being is that you're practicing, you're putting the reps in, whether you're successful or not at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The point is that you're putting the rep in, right? Mm -hmm. Because what is the alternative is you're not even paying attention to it. So how in any right mind could you expect to accomplish whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish if like you're not actually actionably working towards it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is very black or white. It's like, did you do X, Y, Z? Yeah. Well, that's where I find those clients who like track habits <clears throat> and not just like food and nutrition stuff. Like they see more success. Well, we, we said that that was the whole reason why we started implementing this yeah. nine week program is like fitness and nutrition is not the answer. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do you start this nutrition program? And then you quit, then you start it again, you quit, you start it again. It's because you haven't got the routines and the habits part of it together yet. Mm -hmm. And that takes time and practice and reps and a whole complete program, whole complete approach rather. And accountability. Yeah. If it's not your strong suit, which arguably it's not most people's it's, strong yeah, suit. Yeah. 9.9 .9 out of 10 can't handle it on their own. There's nothing wrong with that, mm -hmm. right? Like I was just, dogs are barking. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like I have a coach for everything, literally everything in my life. I've spent a lot of money on coaches and mentorship and, you know, this is kind of like sidetracked from this conversation, but it's okay to not be able to do it on your own. That's why there's experts out there. It's like, why waste your time trying to figure it out on your own, making all these mistakes. And when you could just find somebody who's already done it and. And arguably get there faster. Exactly. Get where you want to go faster. Exactly. Hmm. topic for another day yeah. <laughs> so listener question of this week is an easy one i want to know what your big three non-negotiables are i thought you were going to say what's your favorite chocolate bar also that part a list your three non-negotiables part b your one out of ten chocolate bar and your 10 out of 10 be, 10 being the best go to chocolate bar that's what we want to know this this week Ooh. Can I ask a side question? If what? you're to get a chocolate bar, do you always get the same kind? Or do you put like, no, do you dabble in different kinds? Depends how I feel. Okay. What else I'm doing? What am I drinking? Where am I going? I'm just curious. What, am, like, do I need a long lasting flavor or do I just want to get this down because I just need the sugar endorphin rush? Mars bars are good for that. Snickers. Okay. But that's like the same chocolate bar, pretty much. Like if I'm driving and I want that taste to last a little bit, that's where the peanut butter O'Henry comes in. 
man, we could do a whole podcast about chocolate bars. We definitely could. That would not align with our mission. <laughs> we could start a new podcast. Snack time with Whitney and Karen. <laughs> and our true colors are shown. <laughs> with a side of vegetables. <laughs> okay, send us your listener question, questions. Um, as always, follow our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know how to reach us. Oh, is that because I got a phone?